0: This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hello, my star children hope you're having a beautiful day out there, wherever you are. Uh, let's see. We had the Starseed Community Town Hall on Saturday. I saw so many of your lovely faces there. Thank you for coming. I hope you found it to be helpful and informative. And um, for anybody who missed it, you can uh, go to the show notes of this episode, and there will be a link to the replay there, uh, because I think you'll you'll certainly get the benefits from uh, Madeline's the the shaman she, who who I had be there her energetic clearing. Um, so if you haven't, and it's also just some really interesting things happen on that that call. Um, so I think it will be helpful for those of you who who may still be feeling a little bit of fear or hesitancy or anything like that. Um, So other than that, I have some news, I guess, some good news this time. Um, You know, I've been working on channeling, all on channeling in general for a few months now. Actually, I'll say a few years really is probably more accurate um because i i haven't been able to channel consistently and if you'll remember queen namona said she's she's got (laughs) a bunch of entities lined up who want to speak with me and deliver messages to the collective i'm assuming so um uh, one positive thing that i guess came out of this situation with uh he who must not be named (laughs) um was that it really kind of spurred me and our group as well the earth council to uh, start working on some of our own gifts and channeling our own entities and having closer connections with them because uh, had this not happened it, i it probably wouldn't have lit a fire under my butt as to making Sure, I can connect with the real Narx, who you will find, is not named Narx at all. Um, so, this past week, I I took a week off. Well, no, that's a lie. I didn't take a week off <laughs> at all. Um, I but I did. I canceled some, yeah, almost all of my meetings, uh, besides my QHC group that I had, and uh, the purpose being. That I, I knew that I got the message loud and clear that I needed to start um, working on my, my own spiritual development uh, and channeling abilities so that I could have a direct tie with the real narcs, if that makes sense. Um, because if she wasn't coming through Peter, then uh, I wanted to make sure that I, I could have that connection right similar to Anru or Queen Nimona um, and so what I did was I kind of took matters into my own hands I used uh, I took advantage of the amazing quantum healers who are I have trained now who by the way you guys can book with them now hooray go to my website I will put the um, link in the show notes the starseedawakener.com uh and you can start booking sessions with them now which is really exciting um they're not all up on the website yet but but the ones that are are ready and available so uh you know I hadn't done a hypnosis session for myself in a year like I couldn't believe it when I actually thought about it I was like what (laughs) why why have I let a whole year go by without Without trying this uh, again. And, um, you know, I think I've been so focused on my um, business and life, you know, that it felt like I didn't have time, but I think I was just making some excuses around that. So I decided, hey, I'm, I'm just going to dedicate this week to opening my channel, see if I can do that. So I did. A session uh, with one of my students Lynn who you will hear today and it was very cool because I got to I got a memory from the real narcs um, I will tell you her name now so I can stop calling her the real narcs because <laughs> it sounds silly uh, her name is Markara so Markara I uh, one of her memories came through um, and I'm going to play that for you it's all about, that's the first thing I'm going to play. It's all about the aftermath of Atlantis and what I was doing at that time. I slash she. Uh, and so then I also, you know, when I did that, though, I got, you know, the memory came through very, very clear, it, much clearer than ever. You know, the more hypnosis sessions you do, the clearer it all becomes and the more your brain kind of gets used to it and um doesn't question and second guess so much of what you're seeing uh cuz if you any of you've had a session you know that the conscious mind likes to get involved a little bit so <clears throat> i did that and uh but when it came you know I was hoping to be able to channel her but she didn't come through very clearly uh after this after the session I was kind of like i think that was my higher self that was not that was not markara um Though I did get some good advice from that, but so I'm not going to play that because it's well. I'll play you the other session I did. So then, so then after I did this first session, I got this really interesting memory from Markara. So then after the session, um, I got the well during the session. Session actually, I got the message to do a plant medicine journey, that that would help, um, to help bring the walls down uh, so that I could channel and so I decided to do that on Wednesday and that was a wild ride I will say that Um, it was a really beautiful experience actually um, I went in with the intention of doing whatever work needed to be done so that I could begin to channel and create a clearer connection with Markara and so it was it was hard work but it was it was really beautiful I was what I realized was um you know my own inner voice is very very active it's very 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 active (laughs) all the time um and so I had known that that would be my the thing that the barrier for me and it always has been, is that overactive inner voice, which, you know, I, I think is a lot to do. You know, having ADHD, that that voice is very loud and talks a lot and talks about lots of different things often. And, um, you know, making the connection clear is hard because that voice is always bedding in. And uh, so I had the experience of learning how to quiet that voice in this container of, um, this journey. And it worked, it worked. I broke through to the other side of that and, um, was able to be at one with, with like the, the I am presence, uh, at one with source at one with um, just presence presence is the the way that I can describe it it was I pulled a bunch of cards before this uh, my galactic heritage deck and some of the ones I got were uh, living in the now and then I got the the founder's card which is the first one in the deck and I got emptiness which is the last one in the deck and that refers to you know the founders it's like your connection with source with creation And emptiness is, uh, basically when, when all of the, you know, 3D BS stuff, normal human stuff is, is gone. And then there's this, this emptiness of, um, just being at at one with source and silence. And I experienced that in this journey for the first time in my life, um, was just being connected with source without the bullshit of, of my brain, my, <laughs> you know, my, if you want to get technical, the, the ego, right. Which is just what kind of anchors us here in 3d. And, and, uh, I was able to, to hop over, hop over the, <laughs> the wall, I guess, and, uh, get to the other side. So that was, that was really amazing. So then the, and, and it was really beautiful. The, Um, the high commander was very present in this journey. She, it seemed like she was kind of leading some of it as well as the, uh, other folks in the earth council. They were very present. I felt very loved by them. Um, their, their spirits or their selves, maybe in stasis or parallel. And then, um, but I didn't really connect with Markara too much in that. I got the message that she was resting and, hanging back and so then uh so then the next day I decided okay let's do a reattempt here and just go for it uh so was that the next day or the following day I think it was the following day maybe I decided to oh no it was the next day um I did another hypnosis session which you'll be able to hear next week and so this session was very 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 different I had the experience of uh, going into the channeling state, I have, you know, I've channeled uh, my very first hypnosis session I did, which you can hear in the podcast uh, number twenty six. I did have the experience of channeling in that one. I channeled Markara uh, in the first time I met her, but this the state that I was in was just very different than like being in hyp- hypnosis. It was is very weird when I <laughs> apparently when I channel um, my it's like my it's so, so weird. <laughs> it just feels really weird. I'm getting used to it. Um, my my head goes back a little bit. and kind of gets like stuck in this weird position. And my body twitches and my eyes, my eyelids twitch and my eyes twitch. And it's just very different. That's, I guess that's my, my channeling state. Because I practice uh, trance channeling, you know, as opposed to like, channeled writing or channeled painting or you know light language or something this is you know trance channeling and so it's just very different um and so yeah and she was she was there she showed herself to me what she looks like and um as like the kind of key to and her energy her essence really and that was how i was able to connect with her and have been able to connect with her since so, uh, I think that's that's all the context you need now. Um, I'm going to play. I'm going to play the the memory that I got from her. In uh, the the post Atlantis memory, and then next week I will play the channeled session with her because otherwise it would just be way way too long of a podcast episode. For, I guess, in any other context about Atlantis, you know, you might want to listen to the ones, uh, if you haven't yet, the ones with Anru talking about what happens after Atlantis where, um, you know, everybody comes back and the disaster, you know, after the disaster. So... um. That would be the episode Back to Atlantis or the original Atlantis episode. Um, I think it's called Starbing Remembers the Destruction of Atlantis. So um, you might want to know a little bit about Lamaria as well for some context because this is, you know, it's all connected. So um, you can go back and listen to those if you haven't. And I'm going to go ahead and play these sessions now for you. Oh, and I better apologize in advance for the audio quality. Oh my gosh. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's pretty bad. Uh, it, it was all good until my AirPods died. And then the music was like coming through my laptop and the music is like cutting in and out. And the music is weird <laughs> too, because I decided to listen to something I normally don't. Um, I usually listen to Stephen Helper and he does like brainwave entrainment music that's really good. And uh, I'll listen to Deep Theta 2.0. That's that's what I usually listen to. And it's very calm and stuff. But um, but my brain just thinks I'm working during that because I play it during all my hypnosis sessions. So I was like, I better play something different. So I played, it was like ancient echoes or something by, by the same composer. Um, and it's just you'll hear it's a lot of like... Uh, like moaning and harps and stuff. <laughs> I was too deep into the session to like turn it off, so I apologize for the weird, very weird music. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, here we go.
1: Okay, I think I'm on earth.
2: Okay, but what do you see? Can you look around?
1: Um, I think I think this is when I was here in it's like a jungle landscape with mountains mm. I think this might be when I I was here for a time in Central America which is something that the commander told me that I was here at that time um, probably a few thousand years ago I'm just seeing like um, an image of the beach um it's overcast. And there are these big mountains that uh they're very tall and the clouds are kind of on top of the mountains, kind of tucked into them. And there's just very it's very peaceful. Um and I'm feeling I pay attention to my feet, I'm I'm feeling um warmth. From the sand. I don't think I'm wearing shoes.
2: Are you male or female? Can you tell?
1: I think I'm female. Okay. I think this is I think this is a memory from Narcs. I feel like a feminine body. I feel, the, I feel kind of the word like golden comes through. I feel I think I'm sensing fur. On my body is anybody around you I want to say there's a a team around me like I'm not there alone uh I got the image of some sort of like craft that was just on the beach there and I think we've just gotten out of it
2: do you see any other life forms on this planet or this area?
1: It's definitely dense hmm.
0: in um,
1: nature and species. There's a lot of life here and some emotions are coming up, but not sure what they are. I think this place reminds me of home.
2: Hmm. Did you come here to seek refuge?
1: No, I think we're. On, like, a, we're on some sort of mission, okay. Like, um like, we're supposed to do something here, but it just feels really peaceful. And there's definitely at least one other person here with me, I'm not sure who they are yet. Mm-hmm. I think I'm wearing some sort of a suit or a uniform or, or something, but I'm can feel myself kind of like just like embracing um the feeling of being in this place that feels I think I've missed I think I've been on the ship for a while and I've Mm. missed I think I am I miss being in like a a lush um um energetically like there's so much life here Mm. and um the energy just feels really good. And I think I've missed that thing on a ship for a while.
2: Oh, yeah. No, the energy is similar to your planet.
1: Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think it... It. She wasn't around during Lyra. She wasn't alive for that. But she knows and has memories. Gotcha. It just feels good. It feels like I can just, like, breathe again.
2: Mm-hmm
1: what's happening
2: now
1: I think it's just this moment of just being here and just like resting for a sec Mm -hmm. and taking it in and I think the person there's a person I'm with who's taller than me I'm getting male energy I felt like we like when we got off the ship we we hugged and there's some sort of like emotional exchange that happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know who they are. Okay. And it feels like there's, like, I feel like I'm very serious. Mm -hmm. But like part of me wants to like, just like frolic for a second. And (laughs) but I I think I'm kind of self conscious about that. Mm
2: -hmm. Do you know what your mission is there yet?
1: i'm not sure yet Mm. like the word crystal came through but i'm not sure what that means okay
2: (sighs) is it just the two of you there so far
1: there may there may be more but that's all that's all the only clear other person that i can sense gotcha
2: are you by water or are you in the jungle
1: Yeah, we're, we're still on the beach. There's the oceans right there. And there's these like mountains and cliff sides that are by the beach. And I think we're going into, there's like a, we walk over to an area where the cliff comes down and there's like an area where we can go into like the denser part
2: of the jungle. Is that where you're heading?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel you're like I'm climbing a tree or something, okay. maybe like scouting, not exactly sure what we're looking for.
2: You're not sure if it's, you're looking for someone or something.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if we're looking for maybe like a site We're looking for like a site. I don't know if it's established already. Or something we're going to build okay i'm getting like a the image of like a a pyramid um or like a temple that is similar shaped to a pyramid
2: mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yeah
1: i don't know if that's like my thought of like what we're going to make or build or if that's like what we're looking for but we're in now we're like in the the oh man. My
2: ear
3: pods died. Oh shoot. Oh it's okay. I can hear you now. Okay, great. I'll just put on my music still coming through.
2: Can you hear yeah. me? Yep, yeah, that's perfect. Okay.
3: Okay. Okay, perfect where i was Let's see. okay it feels now like it, we we went through this path and there's this clearing and then there's like a huge temple that looks like a pyramid kind of that looks like a like similar to what you'd see like the aztecs or the mayans or um like machu picchu vibes kind of
2: okay sounds gorgeous is it inhabited by anybody? That's a good question.
1: Me tune in.
3: Mm. What's coming to me is like I think we're going back to this. like this is something that we built before. Okay. And we have to feels like there are humans here. okay. We're walking over to it. Like I got the image of like a tribal leader. Okay, we're greeting him. I think we're giving him a gift. I think we're we're like bringing a crystal back. To this place, we're bringing it to this place for. Like we're returning here. Okay. And so now we're inside and uh, it feels, it just feels dark and cool in there. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we're like putting the crystal into something that's in the middle of the temple. That's like, yeah, reminds me of like Indiana Jones or something where it's like, mm. you know, there's like a a spot in the middle of the temple and there's like a,
1: there's like a bowl,
3: some sort of like a chalice or something, and then we're putting the crystal in it.
2: Something that's gonna activate something or the crystal.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm seeing like a, like an energetic. Like I don't know if it's a physical. Like I'm physically seeing this or not. But I'm like a, the, it looks like the crystal I have behind me. It's like a, like kind of an octahedron shape where it has like a point and the point is like going facing up and going up through the top and there's a little hole in the top of the temple where there's like a pyramid I guess where there's like sun can come in okay and so the sun comes down onto the the crystal and there's like some sort of emotion coming up um like I'm feeling emotional about this for some reason.
2: Sounds like it's something very important.
3: Yeah, I think we've been.
1: This is important for some reason. I'm not exactly.
3: I think it's like a it's like a long like this has been a long thing we've been working on.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um like it's finally. Like it's finally complete and I think there are others like this. And we're trying to do something with the with like a grid in okay. On, on this planet. And, and I'm still with the other the male. Okay. I'm just sensing like a lot of like emotion. No. it sounds like
2: something that you've been working on for a long time to activate
3: yeah yeah and i think something that is coming through is like i think i think we were worried about something like we were worried about not being able to do it in time or something okay not exactly sure what that's about yet. lemuria
0: came up Mm. So what I was getting here now, um, and now that I kind of understand what was going on, was that Atlantis had just been destroyed. Atlantis had just destroyed Lemuria. There was all of this um, tension, right, from all of this. And we were afraid that... You know, in coming, it was like there's this big secret or this elephant in the room that um, this civilization that we were visiting, you know, they didn't know that that had happened. And but there was this undercurrent of tension between me and my my partner there because um, you know this had all just happened. We were trying to act like everything's normal, and uh, but we knew you know this was goodbye, and that was really kind of painful uh and they were still you know it wasn't like oh I'm on earth this is so happy and beautiful it was like like this is the this is this is it like this is the last time I'm gonna be on earth for a while and all this big tragedy had just happened and this big failure uh which was how I was internalizing it as um
3: Okay, I think I know what's happening. Okay. Okay, I think we came back to Earth mm-hmm. after Atlantis and Lemuria Maria fell.
1: That's mm-hmm. why it's supposed to heavy.
3: Mm-hmm. And um, so this was like our
1: hope. Like we set this up like with The hope that we could do like have enough of these
2: Mm.
1: around the globe to still like
3: keep the door open so that we could return when the time is right. So there's like other sites um i'm not sure if we're trying to go to all of them or we're just here but i think it's like the people the people who are here were like we were nervous that they would reject us um, because of what happened i don't know if they don't know about what happened in Atlantis, liked or not um, but there's just like an air of like there's like a heaviness there, as opposed to like this joyful thing. Like that's not what's happening. It's like
2: like everybody knows the gravity of it. What's happening?
3: How important it is? Yes, and but like this is. It feels like this is like like a last, not a last chance, but like a. We're not gonna be here for a while. Like we know that, like this is, this is it for now. Okay. So that's why I think that's why I was like emotional because I had been here before for a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And like
3: knowing we're not gonna come back for a long time. Mm-hmm. This is kind of it for now, and being like uncertain about the future. Mm-hmm that we've like put so much effort into this planet and have so much like love for these people. Mm-hmm. And there's like a nervousness of like, will they hate us now if they know what
2: happened? Like you think they'll falsely blame you or think it was...
3: Like, will they um, feel like we have bad intentions Okay. Because of what happened in uh, Atlantis.
0: So if you'll remember back to the episodes with Atlantis with Onru, how the, the reason why Atlantis rose up, the people, the humans in Atlantis rose up and destroyed, Atlantis destroyed Lemuria, was because... Uh, you know, they got wind that the Star People had been referring to them as an experiment, right? Um, because of that first Star Seed, you know, go back and listen to those episodes if, if uh, you haven't listened to this, because it all um definitely lines up. Um, because it we were nervous. Even being here, I was nervous being here in this civilization, right? In Central or South America, because I was afraid, even being around them, that they would kind of get this uh, thought, right? Get that belief that we're experimenting on them or that we have bad intentions. And um, there's there's some pain there. It's interesting. Um, you know, I have this fear in, in this life, actually, of of uh people thinking I have bad intentions or um when when my intentions are, are are pure and I think this kind of mirrored and paralleled that. I think maybe that fear probably comes from from this experience, this uh you know, with Atlantis. Because we really truly were well meaning in Atlantis, we were trying to create a society that would be um you know, beautiful and integrated, right, with humans and star people, and uh, but it, you know, it backfired and a lot of people were harmed. So there was that kind of undertone uh, here in this experience. Was that fear that oh no, they're they're what if they think we experimented on them or whatnot?
3: Oh, okay, Let's see, but yeah, there's like some concern about that. So we're like just kind of nervous, but trying to act like everything is one. Gotcha. I think we are just having like a moment alone, like in the in the pyramid. And it's like a moment of like it just feels like it's solemn, but it feels like hope, and hope for these people, the people on this planet. And I think I'm just like hugging my the partner that I have with me Mm. but like it's time to go I think we say goodbye to the people who live there I think we're like talking to like, talking to them about um, they had done some, like, farming and agriculture. And we, I think we taught them how to do that. And okay. Kind of, like, hey, good job. Um, but, like, knowing this is the last time we're going to be here for a while, and I think we feel guilty about that, too, because we're going to leave. You know we have to leave and have other things to do. Yeah, I think we spend like the rest of the day there. I and mean, then it seems like it's nighttime now, and we're just like looking back at the pyramid. Like it feels like we had to leave, we have to leave too soon. Like, there's, I like, think we don't have a lot of like hope in. what will happen in this little community and specifically because we didn't we didn't get to like spend enough time
0: there. So I kept getting the sense that um, it was like we ran out of time like we were supposed to be on earth longer we were supposed to uh, have been nurturing these little pockets of of civilizations around the globe and you know there was more to do there's unfinished business here uh because you know we weren't supposed to just abandon them midway and that's what this felt like it felt like um because of what happened in atlantis we just had to bail and uh so there was this kind of like uh, almost like hopelessness or Maybe not hopelessness, but just some doubt, um, because we had to abandon this this project early and and return later. So there there there's just so much heaviness around this, and uh, just like grief, because we had worked so hard and uh, really did care for the people on on Earth, and um, felt guilty for having to leave them too early and the repercussions of that, it was like we knew the repercussions of that would be felt um, by humans, right? And, and even in the future, projecting in the future, knowing that they would be less likely to trust star people as being good. You know, when we did, when we would reintegrate or make contact again, it was like, now this is like we left, created this big abandonment wound uh, because we had to leave too early and it was like we had to leave and didn't have a chance to say goodbye type of a thing um in order to kind of protect them so that that was the kind of undercurrent of all of this here
3: i see but like
0: we have we
3: we have to go because we can't there can't be like we know the star people like we have we have to leave this planet but it feels it feels like we're like like abandoning our project too early. And we just feel like it's, we needed. It. Like maybe, like it's not gonna work. Um, the way that we would like it to, but we understand where we have to go. I think it just feels heavy. Like we're just, I think we're just really sad about what happened in Atlantis and Maria. Not necessarily that we spent much, like a lot of time there, but it just feels like everything, like all our efforts were lost. I think we're heading back to the ship now. It's nighttime. You know, we have to leave. We can't stay here. I see. And it's just like a feeling of saying Like silently saying goodbye to this place for now. What happens next? Uh, I think we're back. We're on the ship. We're we're in the sky. I think in the outer atmosphere. I see us like we're just kind of looking down at Earth with this like kind of heaviness Mm -hmm. and like.
1: Like regret maybe like wishing it hadn't gone down the way it had. I'm
3: feeling like there were some choices made that I don't know if who made the choices or if I agreed with them or not, but oh okay, I know
0: what this is. So I, I got this insight or um, knowing. At this point that I wasn't really fully able, able to articulate to Lynn um, that the reason why I was feeling so much guilt and responsibility around this was that I was one of the people pushing for the the star, uh, the first star seed, the star seed experiment to begin. Um, if you'll recall back in the Enro sessions about Atlantis, how there was you know, this first starseed incarnated on Earth. And uh, when that happened, uh, he ended up kind of starting this rebellion. He kind of went AWOL. And so that was me. I was one of the people, as Markara, I was one of the people that was pushing to rush this experiment. And... It just is like this big light bulb came on my brain um, because I know you've heard me talk probably about like with Queen Nimona or different people around me being in my masculine uh, energy too much. And how um, something that came up when I saw a Psychic uh, back last month was she said that karmically there was something here where it was like in a in another life I was in my masculine too much and because of that uh there were there were negative repercussions something happened and so that was something that I had to work through you know now was kind of uh atoning for that karma or maybe not atoning I don't like that word um working through that and learning how to be in my feminine instead and and not rush through things and rush into things right um so that was just really interesting because she had said, you know, that that got you into trouble in the past. And this has been, I've been dying to know what that was about. <laughs> and so I think that was one of the main reasons why this session came up. And for me, this memory came through was because that, that was the realization I had was was this was the instance. This was it. This was when that happened. You know, as Marcara, I was, um, I rushed the Atlantis project um, I don't know if I was the only person doing that or not. Uh, that might be interesting to explore in a session. Um, but that's something that created a lot of guilt for me. and um, and uh, so it was helpful to bring this bring this to the surface so that I can uh, see it, right, and understand it something that I have you know my whole life I've really felt responsible for this planet and for the people and um felt a very a big heaviness it's always felt like the weight of the world is on my shoulders and and it's been hard to set that down and so this is really this is helpful to know like hey yeah something there. this happened in the past and And part of me felt responsible for what happened in Atlantis and Lemuria and the lives lost there. Um, And so that's that's been really interesting to process. Uh, But now I know where that heaviness is coming from. Um, And, you know, it's in the past and, and I can kind of process it and move on because dwelling on it obviously doesn't help so but I, but I appreciate this coming to the surface, so I can understand, you, you know, my human experience a lot better.
3: I think it's like that. Like we, yeah, we rushed into it. Um, we rushed into it without thinking it through through, and that that kind of got everybody in trouble with what happened in in atlantis and a lot of people were harmed and so I, th- I think there's some i don't know if i direct like how directly i was involved with that but there's some guilt there
2: mm. the remorse maybe
3: and now i feel like i'm on a i'm on like a bigger space station now okay Okay. I get the sense that I like uh, I don't know if I walk by her or have some sort of interaction with the commander my commander Okay. Bit, she's feeling like pensive and heavy about this as well There's just a sense of, like, it feels like not not everybody on the space station is feeling this emotional about this. It's like, there's some people who are just laughing and kind of going about their business. But those of us who I think worked on the Earth Project are just, like... we're just feeling so down and kind of like grieving I guess what happened and I think there's I'm on like a wing now where there's like like people those of us who are like came back
2: Mm -hmm.
3: um, from Atlantis and I keep I, I think honor's here. Okay. Because um, I kept I was like, is that true? I don't know. But then I kept getting mm. that getting over and over again. Um so yeah, I think honor's there. I see, I see them feeling it's like everybody's just like fucking depressed.
2: Mm. Is this your team
3: that's with you? I think it's like I think I have some sort of like overseeing role in some of this. Uh, So the the people who I'm interacting with are like the people who are on the teams down on the ground there came back. The like survivors. Okay. Are you your parallel self right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like I get the sense that I have to be, like, strong. Like, I can't show too much emotion. I have to, like, be, like, I have to keep doing my job. Um, Like, whoever I was with before, I felt like I could let that, that, like, guard down mm-hmm. we were very close it felt like a partnership like a soulmate type of a sure. feeling um but now I'm like I have to be I just like things keep we have to move forward
2: I'd like to help keep the team focus
3: really yeah to like reign them back and like reintegrate them after all of this happened Mm -hmm. because they've gone through a lot and we're all kind of like bummed out but um I don't know how long they've been here after all of this happened it reminds me of like in you know like in Titanic (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if you know Mm -hmm. like at the very uh the very end when like there's all the all the people who were rescued and they're all like huddled up together in blankets and like the sun is shining and and rose is just like looking around at everybody um and everybody's like obviously been through something and there's like kind of like collective grief
2: in the air Mm -hmm. it's it's like what it feels like
3: it's so hard but I, like, have to stay strong and, like, yeah, re- reintegrate the mm-hmm. people. Because these are all people who were in, working, you know, in the Federation. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, mostly mostly. Were in.
0: So there you have it. That is uh, a memory from Markara and from her experience after Atlantis so uh, I didn't play the higher self portion I just had I just had this feeling you know that it was not quite authentic um not not that it was inauthentic but like that my my conscious mind was just getting involved too much And uh, I wasn't quite channeling. She was feeding me um, information during this portion and and different images and things like that, but it wasn't coming through in a way that felt like a stream of her consciousness, if that makes sense. So I just went ahead and omitted that here. Um, But next week, you will get to hear the session where I actually did channel her (laughs) and you'll get to hear... Um I thought about putting this smushed into this session but it's actually quite long. It didn't feel very long when I did it, but it is it is longer than I thought. Uh it's weird when you're channeling. It's like there is no time. It just kind of let like <laughs> some word vomit coming out of your mouth. So that I'm going to play that next week and then the following week you'll get to hear the high commander session that I've been holding on to for a time when um, you know, the dust has settled a little bit and we're ready because that one is kind of a, a, um, a big heavy one. So, but next week you'll get to hear from Markara. You'll get to hear me channel her. And uh, I think that is it for now. So big thank you to Lynn Wade, who was the practitioner in this session. She was amazing and wonderful. And she's, she's just got this... um her energy is so beautiful it's so um maternal and nurturing and that was perfect for the session all that background noise you heard that was me that was not her space that was I had the window open um so a lot of cars were coming by but um yeah go ahead and check Lynn out uh hopefully by the time i'm posting this on wednesday hopefully she'll be up on the website by wednesday if not just keep an eye out for her she is lovely and thank you guys so much i hope you have a great rest of your week and i'll see you again next week bye thank you for listening to the starseed awakening podcast if you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.